Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Sloan Fremont filling in for Suzanne Harris. This is a podcast where listeners get the secret story behind every book. Joining me today is Simone Quinton, author of the book, The Golden Book of Life and the Plasma Soul Codes. This book is alive with love, healing power, and life's wisdom. It's a massive soul Bible with easy-to-use references and practical applications to help you embrace the power of you and this world. Simone, welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here and share a little bit more about my book and myself with the listeners. Yeah. So let's start out by telling the audience just a little bit about you and what led you to write your book, The Golden Book of Life and the Plasma Soul Codes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's such a big title. Um, I've been a very spiritual, sensitive girl my whole life, Uh, always picked up on what people were feeling and thinking. It was very, I was a child that was full of life and happiness and I loved to dance and play outside. But I also had moments where I felt really uncomfortable around people Mm -hmm. to the point where I felt sick. And I realized when I was older that I was picking up on what they were feeling. Yeah. Because I'm sensitive and could see, could see things on a spiritual level, see colors, shapes and patterns. And I thought it was normal. And as I got older and with all of my metaphysical and and work, I realized that it was the patterns and the energy codes within us. Our thoughts and feelings create colors or sometimes when we're scared or upset, we draw it in and everything goes dark. And that's probably one of the main reasons I wanted to share my experiences in a way that could help people yeah. when they felt a certain way or thought a certain way or were feeling really uncomfortable with, uncomfortable with life, that they could somehow have a tool within this book when they're feeling anxious or scared and they could open it up and it would have something in there for them that would really help them yeah. through that day or through that time. Um, it's something that I've always known I was going to write and yeah, yeah I just, I just always knew it was coming, but I knew I had to wait till I was older, older and wiser and a bit more experienced with human life. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Well, and here it is. Right. And so, so your title says the plasma soul code. So can you explain to us what that means? Oh yes. I would love to explain that plasma is something that is everywhere. It's more than 99.99999% of the entire universe. And science has proven now that as human beings, we are, we are made of this substance. We're made of the same substance of the stars and space. So our soul is something that is so extraordinary. It is the life force within us that has no beginning and no end. And yet when we're, we're here in a human body and in life, everything is it's quite challenging for a soul to be in that space. But plasma is is the communication of life. It's it's all that is life around us. Um, And if the listeners wanted to even Google plasma and space plasma and they will get a little bit more information about that. So plasma is the, the essence of life. 
if you're um, very spiritual, you might liken it to the, the Holy Spirit energy or, or God, or um, if you're more science-based, you can just think about it as, as the space around us, the space within space, the air. We breathe it in, we breathe it out, we're connected to all that is life. So it's a massive concept one that you can go into a lot of depth with or you can just look at quite simply. Um, so that is plasma and the soul codes are your individual makeup. It's like your little pod and um, within you, your individual self. Mm-hmm. So the whole codes uh, are a way of people, it's like a, a pod of information within your soul that you can access anytime, wherever you are to help you through your day because no one else has one one day in the life of you. You are in your body. You know what's going on, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, so it's your own little point of access. And the soul codes are, are a reference to help people access that information that they need anytime, any day within them. And that's so fascinating, the whole thing you're talking <laughs> about plasma. And like in, when I've started to go down that path before about everything is made of of plasma of the same, you know, we're all made of the same thing. And that, that took me down a path once that it, it was just so mind blowing. It was hard to even comprehend like the depth <laughs> it of the, doesn't blows you know? the mind. <laughs> right. And so, and then you're talking about our own individual, our soul, our container that we're in, like in our little space. And, and even when you were talking about like uh, growing up and your ability to see color and, and see the patterns. And um, I had similar experiences, not so much with the color, but with the patterns, the feeling of other people. I can remember being young and having that yeah. empathic feeling of sadness for people, but not understanding why and crying for a person, but I didn't know why I was crying for the person. Um, so I can definitely relate to that. And when you're talking about the soul codes, then do we all have individual codes or is there universal codes or is it a combination or? Yeah, it is a combination. These codes that I've written are universal codes. Mm -hmm. There's something, uh, and with, with all of my, I started meditating when I was 13 and I would have, mum would walk into the room when I was a little girl and I'd have all the teddies in a circle and she'd be like, what are you doing, darling? Mum, can you please leave? I'm having a meeting with God. And so I was <laughs> always having these conversations with, right. and and so this information has always been with me. And I started taking notes when I was young, um, especially when I got around that 21, the notes became quite thorough. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm really understanding what what this energy is. Um, so, yes, yeah, just it just had to come out. Yeah, yeah, it couldn't help itself, it sounds like. It, it was, couldn't help itself. Right. <laughs> it was going to explode. <laughs> right. In that, so in that, when you got that information, is that, like I, I've talked with people before that get, information through various downloads sometimes people get it through pictures sometimes they get it through dreams how did that come for you it came for for me every day of my life um but it was very powerful when I was with my clients so I started personal training and teaching dance from when I was very young teaching dance when I was 14 actually and when I started personal training at only 18 years of age, I was one of the first personal trainers in Australia when it became really big. All of my clients uh, just started talking to me and sharing all this information and spending time 
with my clients and then becoming a remedial massage therapist and a shaman, all it just kept accumulating and the information just kept building. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's been it's been a process of my whole whole life, and I'm 46 now. I just had a birthday on the 7th of November, and <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so it's yeah, it's been an accumulation. That's that's the best way I can explain it. So it's yeah, just always taking notes, and it would come to me a lot in the middle of the night as well, mm-hmm. especially when I made that executive soul decision right, and I got very. Stopped doing all this other work and I came into my little office and I just wrote and wrote and wrote and the information came thick and fast then and would wake me up in the middle of the night. Anything that I hadn't been able to get out in the day, I'd be waking up in the middle of the night and my husband, oh, what's going on? I just I just have to get all this out. Yeah, you, and especially in the night because I've had that happen like right before yeah. I'm starting to fall asleep and have great ideas and you have to get that out. Otherwise, it's going to be gone when you try, you yeah. know, when you wake up and you're not going to remember. Yeah, and, and then you wake up in the middle of the, uh, in the, in the morning and I'd look at these notes and sometimes I was like, wow, these are so far out there. <laughs> the yeah. human mind and yeah. kept, I kept asking all these questions and then I went, when I was writing the book, because the book took a long time to write, um, I'd get on, get sidetracked and I'd be looking at scientific documents and did a lot of research on plasma because I was getting this information in this very highly spiritual sleep-like state that was coming through. And then I wanted, I wanted to get that. I wanted to know what was out there, what other people had researched that on a scientific level. Um, So a lot of the book has a lot of scientific backup, especially this day and age, maybe 20 years ago, no, Um, and and then there's a few other things in there that's a, a, maybe hasn't haven't landed so much on the planet yet. Yeah. <laughs> <that we all. laughs> so in your book, what's one of your favorite maybe chapters? One of your favorite stories? Even maybe something that um, maybe you didn't expect to come out of something? Can you share that with us? Yeah. Uh, there's uh, a soul, the Soul Code Twenty, which is called Repair. And it talks about masculine and, and femininity within us. And as I was writing that chapter, it I didn't want to make the book too personal, but I did feel that it was important to share a little bit of my personal experience in little bits and pieces within the book. Right. So what came out while I was writing that was my experience of being raped when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and being again someone that was an extreme empath and very spiritual what I experienced on that level on that spiritual level and how I dealt with it um and I talk about the feelings that I was feeling from the person that was supposedly you know I was the victim and they were instigating it um their feelings as well as my feelings and the whole experience of that and that was a really very very healing and yeah. I really hope that anyone that has had any other similar experience like that will um will will be helped by that. Whether you are someone that has been abusing or being abused yeah. on both on both sides. Yeah, and that's such a big and heavy topic. I mean, in heavy topic, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I dealt with it as well when I was around that age. And so I mean, the the what you carry forward with that, and even for me, like things I didn't even remember like behaviors and things that 20 years later, I'm still like, 
geez, I'm still dealing with that. You know, that's still there. And those, those traumatic events like that. Um, and, in in hearing others talk about their story and, um, offering that, that healing, that helping that, um, like you're saying, being able to get it out there and heal yourself from it, right? There's there's so much power in that. Oh, so much power. And within every code, being a personal trainer and a Pilates instructor and I've done so many meditation classes and a remedial therapist and all of the alternative healings I've done, what happened with the self-help part of every chapter So we talk about a little bit about the plasma soul code and the general purpose of it. And there's a lot of spiritual information in there, but then we, it's very grounded. And I give people this, uh, a a very strong breathing exercise to do and also a movement. So uh, every code has a music component or a a music uh, genre that they can put on that will help them process or heal because music is so healing yeah so I encourage people to put that music on even if it's one song and I give them three key movements to do that will help them with the breathing release and feel whatever they need to release or heal or maybe manifest within them Um, and then there's also something called daily practice in there and it's got point forms and you can just go to that and pick one of those points and say right um I'm going to work with that today yeah. and it, and that will help that person throughout that whole day. It's They can still go to work and deal with the kids and put the washing on and do all of their normal activities that need to be done, but they've got a, a tool within them yeah. Yeah. they can use. Yeah, and what I found, you know, in my own life that I love that, that giving that that something somebody can focus on during the day, because it's so easy for our thoughts to run crazy, to go out in all these different directions. Right. And it's easy to just um, fall into that, that, that habit every day where the the negative thoughts take over. Right. And we're just in it. And this is just my life and it's just how it is. And it's <laughs> but like, no, actually, no, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. Like that's right. And, and those kinds of, when I've done that in my own life, I know for me, that's always felt like, actually that's my reminder it it gives me the pivot that I feel like in the moment when I have the negative thought that I can't think anything else but it's like wait a minute no I can think you know I can choose something different and so I love having that because that um it's the it's like we have to discipline ourselves to to, to move into that we are in charge yeah exactly that's exactly 100 yeah yeah I tell all my clients if you're thinking it or you're feeling it and you're in charge of that thought and feeling, and you yeah. do have the power to change that and turn that around. I 100% agree. And that brings me to my next question about, about really connecting, because we've talked about soul, our soul, we've talked about, you know, how being in our bodies, um, in our individual experience, in our body, our container. I want to talk a little bit about that energy within us and how maybe we can connect to it more, because it's yeah. so easy to be yes, I'm existing in my body, but I'm outside, right? I'm thinking about something way far ahead, or I'm thinking about something way far behind. And so I'm not actually experiencing the moment. So how can we start to connect to that in our, our own energy and be more in the moment? Yeah, that great question. And there's no really easy way to do that. I have always used the word vigilant. 
Uh, And what happens in life is we get to a certain point where we don't want to think or feel that anymore. We're sick of, we're sick of dragging our feet and that then becomes our catalyst to change. We know we don't want to feel that way anymore. We don't want to think that way anymore. And that is the aha moment where you can write, right, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, we've all had that experience where we go, yes, this is it. I'm going to, I'm going to change. Yeah. Um, And that usually lasts for a day or two and then we tend to pitter off. So we do need to be vigilant when we're having that aha moment, when we're in that that feeling of self-motivation and self-love and yes, I'm going to do this. We need to sit with ourselves. You need to just stop everything for however long, maybe even just 10 minutes and you know yourself better than anyone else. So that that's the time you can even grab the book and you can then write little notes around your house or on your mirror or just do something that you know is going to pick you up that in three days' time, maybe on your steering wheel in your car or um, that's, that's a really good reminder. Uh, but the other thing on the other side of that is nature. If you allow yourself to go outside every day, if you make that a religion, like when you have a shower or brush your teeth, yeah, eat, eat food, Make that part of your everyday religion where you go outside and you just breathe by yourself. There is, because of the nature of our soul and the chemistry within us, even on a physical level, nature inspires us. It inspires us to, to get that information that we need so we can better our life we do that regularly we're we're really set yeah I 100% agree with you I mean I in my own experience um I got a dog a couple of years ago now I've had him for a couple of years but um and he loves to go for walks and so every day as part of my daily routine I don't even count it as exercise it's just an activity that I do I get out of the house and I take the dog on a walk and even on those mornings I'm not feeling good or whatever but after I'm done, I feel so much better. Like I feel clearer. I feel ready to, I always go in the morning. So I feel ready to start the day and that giving ourselves, because it's so easy to tell ourselves getting out in nature. Oh, it's not a big deal. It doesn't really matter. It's not really, you know what I mean? But it's these kinds of like self-discipline, even as we talked about with our thoughts, even in your activity, being disciplined to give yourself those kinds of things that benefit you. Um, that's something I have to constantly remind myself of, but I think it's so important because it's very easy to dismiss things when they seem too simple. That's right. And and the concepts of the whole Golden Book of Life and the Plasma Soul Codes, the concepts of who we are, of who we are, and all that happiness that we want in life, it is simple. It's yeah. simple. It's right. so easy that our crazy human program mind overlooks it right. and tries to complicate it, but it's not. It's those moments when we take a breath and we look up at the sky or we look into you know, our child's eyes, just that moment. They're, or they're the moments that really, really matter and yeah. they then tell us to create a better life for ourselves in every way, shape and form, but it always starts within us. And right. that's what the book teaches. It helps to remind people that it's all within you, everything you need. And it can take yes. one breath, just one breath. And I, I, I have this lovely little, little saying that 
you know, your heart and soul, who you really truly are, it has to be the winner because it is you. Yeah. So all these little tiny thoughts that negative thoughts that go on in the mind or feelings, I just, I tell people just look at them and grab them and say, hey, mate, I love you. It's okay. Come here. We're going to have a good day. So you then are, are you the parent? They're like children and you need you need to win. You wouldn't let your little child run across the road when there's a big bus coming. So you you grab them and you don't give them a choice. Yeah. They're coming the happy day in your heart and soul with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that reminder of the power, like, and as we were just talking about how these things are simple and they're also doable, right? Yes, it, they're it, so it, doable. Yes. And so that reminder of that and that we have the power to decide, okay, yes, I'm going to start doing things. I'm going to start doing things that benefit me. I'm not going to put this off. I'm not going to put my health or my happiness or my own well-being off. You know, today's the day I decide I'm going to start taking care of myself. And I love that reminder of um, the book being able to offer these suggestions that are, like we said, simple and doable if you're willing to do them, right? The book can't. If you're willing to do them, that's right. right. You don't, can't just buy the book and then just go, oh, there, it, there it sits right. and it's on my coffee table and I'm not even going to open it. Right. Although the front cover has a really cool picture on it that will yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so look on the coffee table. <laughs> right. Well, and so let's go back to the book. Who would you say your book would appeal to and why? Oh, anyone that needs a little bit of extra help within themselves or wants to help other people. So yeah. um, especially those more spiritual seekers or people that have been through a divorce or a separation or lost a loved one um, or are going through some sort of life crisis. And then also because I have a section in every soul code that's called one-on-one, any therapist, uh, chiropractor, healer, teacher, yoga teacher, guide would love some of the concepts in the book to then share and inspire their students and their clients. Yeah. 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 And what would you say sets your book apart from other books? Oh, the plasma soul codes. Yeah. Yeah, That was, that's why that was my first question to you. This is new. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. It's it's new. It's only just starting to come out of the, um, yeah, even science is only just starting to yeah. study it. And when you when you read that it is 99.9999999% of life and we haven't even nobody's had talking about out it. there yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that we've evolved the human consciousness has evolved yeah. enough to then start to grasp this understanding. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Well, movies help to open our minds. There's some really cool yeah. movies that come out in the last 30 years. <laughs> yeah, and in my in in having these kinds of conversations, it's like it, it, then it kind of makes me laugh because it's like, well, we've been looking for answers in the wrong places all these you know what I mean? All these years. And as we start yeah. to evolve and understand things more, and we're willing to go there too, right? Because you know, even a couple of years ago, right? This might not have even been a concept that people were open to or that you felt comfortable talking about, right? So there's yeah. that that process as well. Yeah, the, the COVID pandemic has definitely helped open people up, I believe, too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And so this is a question I always like to ask authors, too. So as you were writing, going through the writing process, what did you learn about yourself that surprised you? <laughs> Whoa. Um, my ability to sit on my bottom 
for long periods of time. I'm a very energetic person. I've been dancing since I was three. I'm a very bubbly, extroverted type person. So my ability to be silent and inward and sit still and channel for hours and hours and hours on end. And I learned so much about my soul, about who I really truly am and my connection to life to nature um, the 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 teachings just kept on going um and i then understand understood that wow we are all as human beings so amazing <laughs> yeah yeah and oh i mean this is just such a uh, i just love this topic um simone i love your energy i love your your what you're bringing forth here um i want to thank you for joining us today it's been just a wonderful conversation with you Thank you. I've enjoyed every moment, Sloan. Thank you. And before we close out today, what do you hope the readers learn or take away after reading your book? That they have all the love, power and wisdom within them. It all is within them. Stop looking outside of yourself for all your answers. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You are amazing. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Simone, again, thank you for joining us. And you can find more about the book, The Golden Book of Life and the Plasma Soul Soul Codes on Amazon. And I'll link to that in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join us for the next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.